thank you so much for calling me here to a group of people who understand influence much better than me. Uh, I'm going to share some insights uh, from my own study and understanding about Chanakya and of course connecting it to our topic which is influence. So let me go back uh, and say what's the topic that I'm going to speak on. It is learning about influence from Chanakya. I just started doing some Google search. Actually Google search is not research. But uh, you know it helps you to get to the next level. But Google has got many meanings about what influence means. And something which uh, I got connected to is uh, influence is an ability to impact and shape someone. Influence is the ability to impact and shape somebody. And that includes character, somebody's character, somebody's personality, somebody's thought process. Uh, if you go back to our individual lives, I think uh, lives, we have a lot of people who have influenced us, right, from our parents, our mother, our grandparents, then it goes on to actually your office colleagues, your teachers, your friends, etc., etc. And as someone put it very nicely, that uh, the greatest uh, influence that you have actually shapes up your personality. And therefore, be very careful about the five people you constantly surround yourself with. The five people whom you constantly are in touch with actually will shape your personality because whether you like it or no, they will have an impact on what you are and how you become. So choose your friends carefully, says Chanakya, because they can make you or break you. Choose your advisors carefully, because they can make you a king or they can destroy you completely. So coming back to Chanakya, as everybody knows that uh, Chanakya was a personality uh, that had a great uh, influence, uh, not only in his generation, but many, many generations to come. Think about it that uh, he is actually um, a person who lived in 4th century BC, almost 2,400 years ago, and we still talk about him. What an influence, right? What an impact. And uh, somebody was asking, how do you define a legend? Who is a legend? And one of the beautiful answers given was that a legend is a person whose uh, value is understood many, many years after he's dead and gone. So, you know, if you look at personalities like Chanakya or many of them in India or across the globe, you'll find that they have left an impact beyond their time. They are no more there physically with us and many of us, or rather most of us have not even seen them. But somewhere they impact our lives and they shape up our lives. And uh, I would always have this debate with my dad at home saying that he was very, very influenced by Mahatma Gandhi. And as a school child, he actually got a chance to meet him because Mahatma Gandhi came to his school. But then I was looking at the other way, how many of us sitting over actually seen Mahatma Gandhi? No, maybe we see him on the currency notes. That's a different thing. But somewhere we go across the globe and we find that he has left an impact. So I think uh, we're talking about a legendary character like Chanakya, who actually still continues. And many of you have my book, you know, you picked up the Chanakya in daily life. And you'd be so surprised to know that um, I have written eight books on Chanakya and I'm continuing writing more books. Five books already signed up, so I'm writing five more books. And I always get surprised, and for all budding authors, I was so happy to see the presentation on, we have a writer's blog over here at Godrej. For all budding authors, you know, it's a dream to actually keep writing again and again and again on the same topic. <laughs> and let me tell you, I don't write. I'm actually getting invitations to write from different publishers. I've been very fortunate. And think about it, same topic again and again from different publishers. So look at the impact that Chanakya has. It's not me. Huh? I'm actually getting hooked on to somebody better than me. So the one of the secrets of becoming popular is actually get attached to somebody more popular than you. Okay. Now coming back to the five lessons I was talking about, but before that I want to actually tell that the people, if you go back to history, 
I'm going to speak on Chanakya, of course. But if you look at cultures across the globe, the people who have left impacts have something in common even with Chanakya. For example, if you look at spiritual leaders or founders of various religions, be it Muhammad or be it Jesus, Buddha, and of course in our country there are many of them, they have something in common which I feel has influenced societies for generations to come. So I'm going to say that, um, you know, in one of the spiritual talks that I attended, satsang, um, there's a spiritual guru who said, Ram bada ya Ram ka naam bada. Who is bigger? Is it Lord Ram or the name of Lord Ram? And then suddenly you start thinking, how many of us have actually seen Ram or how does he look? All the paintings, images, television serials are only a representation of that original so-called Ram, right? And we still even have this doubt whether he existed. So I'm not going to debate on that. But the fact is that Indian culture cannot be complete without a Ramayana or a Mahabharata or a Chanakya. So what, that's some deeper. And I started looking at historically what makes all these personalities, books, and legends so influential, so deep, that our society minus these people, we can't exist. So remove all these people from your lives and you'd be surprised. We can't remain as humanity. So here are the five important lessons that I found we can learn from Chanakya as far as uh, influence is concerned. And for me, I, I go it this way, that um, Chanakya's life and how to create influence on others. So if you want to be influential, there is a method to it, there is a process to it. And the five things I learned from Chanakya's life are, first and the most important according to me is research. You know, we are all intellectuals sitting over here. And uh, to be very frank, unfortunately, we are followers of research that happens in the West. We are not really original research creators. We are not innovators. We were once upon a time the hub of research and innovation in this particular part of the world. The best of the universities existed in this part of the world. Nothing wrong in going to US. I do teach in quite a few US universities and many um, you know, international universities across the globe. But what really differentiates the Indian mentality versus the West mentality is that they are always focused on the future. But the future is based on research. So I'm just looking at this beautiful presentation. To think about it, Facebook is creating something, right? And they're creating the future. And they're not worried about that, you know, what's going to be the next competition, but they're continuously working on it. Look at the big 10 companies across the globe. You'd be surprised to know that all of them focus on research. They've got huge budgets of research. And since I mentor a lot of startups, uh, I tell them, you know, startups, especially we have this great concept in India about startup India, stand-up India. And then, you know, because uh, I talk about Chanakya, and Chanakya was very clear on finances. I asked him, show me your budget for a startup. I said, budget for a startup? Okay, some of them have a kacha budget. And, uh, and the one thing I find clearly missing in Indian startups is that they don't have a budget for research. It's very surprising. Okay, they have an idea, okay? That idea is okay. But if you look at a lot of startups, they have an actually focused budget. Maybe it's a, a few thousands of rupees. But the impact that Chanakya had was that he focused on research. So let me tell you the making of the personality Chanakya. You know, before he wrote his book called the Kautilya's Arthashastra, he spent a lifetime studying the previous acharyas or teachers. So the Arthashastra of Kautilya actually is a research work. It's a documented research work, which consists the inputs from 14 other Arthashastras that was written before Chanakya wrote his own Arthashastra. So when we look at this word called Arthashastra, many of us think that the only Arthashastra was written by Chanakya. It's not true. There are 14 other Acharyas 
and one of the greatest acharyas in the field of arthashastra or political science is actually bhishma in mahabharat and you will be surprised he studies the mahabharat because mahabharat was 2500 years before chanakya existed he studies and what he does is very unique he doesn't get stuck in the past he modifies it for his generation research is not about the past but research is about influence of the past to create an impact in the present and future in fact you would be surprised to know in research you are allowed to debate discuss and sometimes even not accept the theories of the past a good researcher is not just a follower a blind follower with shraddha you know oh i don't uh, whatever my guru has said is great chanakya comes to a particular point and said i don't like this particular idea not accepting an idea doesn't mean disrespecting that person it's very very important to know that not accepting a person's idea doesn't mean disrespecting that person in india specifically for our generation no agar uska sunta nahi to to usko maan nahi deta aisa nahi hai so what i believe is that if you want to really create impact we need to actually sit down in our laboratories our libraries a little bit of places of meditations and thinking chanakya's research was on a different level altogether and therefore i would say that you know we all need to actually study a little bit deeper i'm so happy that when i was looking at so many presentations and the booklets been given if you look at the community that we all belong to the pr community the best of the ideas are yet to come and therefore research is important the second one which actually has got a big impact is documentation friends i'll tell you i know so many people so many people who are fantastic scholars researchers thinkers influencers but the world doesn't know them you know why because they don't believe in documentation if you know something please write it down otherwise the world will forget you and you will forget yourself <laughs> and if you document it the journey only becomes bigger and bigger so let me give an example a non chanakya example uh, i seen a movie i don't remember its name so there is this actually corporate world and there is an employee who's got a fantastic idea okay but there is corporate politics everywhere as they say i don't believe in corporate politics i think it's all about power management and psychology if you don't know how to manage power and you don't know how to manage psychology of people you say you know it's corporate politics chanakya was a better politician <laughs> so here is an employee who's got a fantastic idea which will turn around the company but his boss doesn't like him because the boss is feeling very insecure you know and saying that ye banda agar iska idea agar impact ho gaya company mein so i am out of job <laughs> many bosses have this particular problem and then he starts thinking and saying that okay i got this idea and i know this idea is important what do i do and he goes to one of his mentors who's not in that particular company and he goes and saying that you know i feel very guilty about it that you know i have got this idea i can't present it whenever i go to present in front of my colleagues and all my boss doesn't give me an opportunity he cuts me off and the mentor is very smiles and says you know simple if you can't talk about it please write about it a lot of people have this stage fear of presentation everybody may not have this kind of you know beautiful present presentation skills or you to write about it and can you believe what this guy does so he actually write down his whole idea documents into a proper booklet and it's a 1970s movie what he does is that when you get into the office it seems there is this mailboxes is a physical mailboxes like a pigeon clusters so there are 200 employees in that particular company and you can put something he takes 200 copies and actually puts it into every particular box forgetting whether people will like it or no and one of those boxes is actually of the chairman <laughs> and by afternoon he starts getting calls from everybody and saying that what a great idea what a great idea 
and he says okay i've been fighting to actually make somebody listen to my ideas but the simple thing is write it down i'll tell you you know in india we celebrate guru purnima you know whose birthday is it whose birthday and by the way all cultures in india celebrate guru purnima it is dedicated to one common guru do you know what his name is no no that's teachers day sarvapalli radhakrishnan's teachers day president of india ved vyas who was that Uh, please thank you so much sir please don't forget this because and by the way ved vyas not the first guru <laughs> there were gurus before him also but he did something very fantastic influence impact you know he lived in an era of mahabharat which is supposed to be 5000 years old but knowledge in india existed much before that the vedic culture is supposed to be another 5000 years before him but he realized one thing that we had an oral culture isn't it knowledge is one to one jaise hamare ghar pe dadi ma aur beti aur you know sapoti knowledge is very undocumented and ved vyas went around talking to everybody but no who listens to great people anyways <laughs> then he got an idea they very good sunte nahi to ek kaam karta hu let me at least write it down <laughs> he was the first person who actually classified the vedas into four vedas that we call about he wrote down the mahabharat in which he himself is a character by the way he wrote down all the 18 upanishads the puranas and them he is dead and gone but look at how he structured the whole indian thought process by one quality called documentation my dear friends each one of you sitting over here please make a promise to yourself please write a book who will read my book that's not your problem <laughs> that's not your problem because your ideas can have an influence in a way which you can't even imagine i'll give an example of a businessman whom i'm working very closely with so He's a second-generation businessman. His father started some transport business in Kutch, Gujarat. They migrated to Bombay. Today they are a thousand-crore company. It's a huge business. And when I met him, he's actually my mentor. But now now the role has got reversed. And I said, you know, Ashok, boy, typical Kutchy Gujarati, very very, um, um, I would say, very very afraid of even speaking English in front of so many people. He gets a lot of uh, opportunity to speak. But he says, you know, नहीं यार पता नहीं राधा यार मेरा जो भी एक्सपीरियंस है मतलब इमेजिन योर फादर स्टार्टेड अ बिजनेस इन कच यू आर अ पार्ट ऑफ द द मोमेंट वेयर यू नो इंडिया गॉट फ्रीडम दे वर पार्ट ऑफ दैट मोमेंट दैट होल फैमिली द इंडिपेंडेंस एरा एंड देन यू कम एंड स्टार्टेड फ्रॉम वेयर योर फादर लेफ्ट एंड टुडे इट्स थाउजेंड क्रोर बिजनेस दैट्स अ स्टोरी टू बी टोल्ड इन मैनेजमेंट स्कूल्स एंड इज हाउ डू आई टेल दैस प्लीज राइट अ बुक ऑन योर एक्सपीरियंसिस हाउ यू क्रिएटेड एंड बाय द वे हिज चिल्ड्रन आर नाउ एम एंड रनिंग द बिजनेस फॉरवर्ड But then I said, you know, don't forget it. And then he said, you know, but who is going to read my book? I said, okay, I, I, he's not able to understand it. Then I told him, listen, if nobody understands it, tell me another question. I asked him, if you were to get a book of your father, how he started the business, would you like to take a copy of that book? Well, of course. Now think about it. That maybe your grandchildren will read your book. <laughs> and he actually wrote a book. and today he is travelling and he has travelled after writing the book to 15 countries giving lectures on indian logistical supply chain management <laughs> the impact of documentation i'm seeing a lot of people here taking notes but you know structure the notes put it somewhere maybe a blog and by the way it's all uh, free i have been lucky it's not that i'm the most knowledgeable man huh? but the best part i did is that all that things that's going on man i've written in books let me tell you that's got a huge influence the second point about chanakya's is documented everything every thought process in two of his very famous books called the chanakya niti and the kautilya arthashastra shastra written and forgotten by chanakya now we are reusing it i always say i wrote a book based on the book of somebody else 
And maybe that's important. So, you know, it's research, but research has to be documented. The third one, if you want to influence people, and I think a very clear, clear, clear thing about China case, you need to show results. No, baat karne mein bahut kuch hai, but the people who get results are the ones who really influence. Uh, Chanakya was very clear on one thing, that I want to be a winner and only a winner. He goes to the extent of telling not even number two, you need to be number one in where you go for. Otherwise, don't play the game. <laughs> As somebody said, it, you know, you never win a silver medal. You actually lose a gold medal. <laughs> so if you want to actually get to that number one position, you need to have strategy in place. And strategy should finally convert into results. What the results is that you can you know, define for yourself, but go for the results. Chanakya's Arthashastra talks about a lot of strategies about how to reach the results. For example, the very popular one is Samadana Dandabheda. Then we have Dushman Ka Dushman, those enemies, enemies, a friend, whatever. But finally, results matter. And I'll tell you, it's very important to know that once you get the results, people actually don't really look at the process. And many of us get stuck in the process and forget the results. For example, if I were to ask you, Mahindra Singh Dhoni, one of the most result-oriented captains, even now Chennai Kings, Jitkya, he won the World Cup for us and all those things, right? How many centuries has he scored, by the way? Doesn't matter, right? <laughs> The importance of results is that you forget. It doesn't matter how many centuries he made, kitne bar out mein. By the way, Mahindra Singh's Dhoni, nobody looks at how many are the numbers and look at the results that he's still part of the team mentoring the next leader. <laughs> My dear friends, please understand this. This whole mind which is getting focused into result orientation. So somebody said about Bajirao. You know, Bajirao has become very popular after the movie Bajirao Mastani. But there's another side to his, not the romantic side of it is a result orientation part of it. Bajirao never ever lost a single battle. In the history of mankind, huh? you can read, because I teach in the Indian Military Academy, and you'd be surprised, it's a case study. One of the generals of an army, he was not a king, he was a general by the way, but the kind of an impact, and somebody was questioning why he never lost a battle, because he was very clear, if you never have a doubt that I will lose the battle, I will not go for the battle. Itne shuar hone ke baad, eki bar attack karne ka. So your research, your study of the opponent is very important. If you look at the cricket or sports today, it is not about how good you are. It is how bad the other person is. <laughs> so, you know, study of the competition is also finding the weakness of the competition. But finally, Jo Jita, Wohi Sikandar. Chanakya was a winner across whatever he did. When he wrote a book, it left an impact. When he created Chandragupta Maurya, it left, left an impact. When he created India, he made it the richest and the most powerful country in the world. That's results. If you are the CEO of a company, I think uh, all your vision statements are good and it's important. But what I'm saying finally on the balance sheet, it matters. So great companies, great visionary companies also have to be financially result oriented. And therefore, Chanakya wrote the Artha Shastra, we saying that finally understand power is important, influence is important, but results is important. The fourth point, which I think is very important to learn, is thought leadership. You know, friends, uh, uh, many of us, uh, understand leadership and today there are hundreds of seminars, lectures, books being written on the field of leadership, right? And I've been very fortunate that, you know, I've been actually heading a leadership institution in the University of Mumbai as a deputy director. I teach leadership and all my videos are freely available. More than 200 hours of lecture on YouTube. You can go and type emerging leaders. So leadership is my subject. A lot of students are actually doing PhD under me on the space of leadership. So the first question that we ask the who is the highest leader? So is it a positional leader? So you're a captain of a sports team 
or maybe um, the general of an army or a CEO or the chairman of a company. I said, these are all leaders that people know. But you know, the real impact happens by people who are thought leaders. And interestingly, thought leaders necessarily are not known by everybody. The thought is known by everybody, but not necessarily the person is known by everybody. So let me give an example. Uh, I was just studying um, the making of um, the Ford company, Henry Ford, Automobile Industry Revolution. Are you aware of it that even though Ford is supposed to be one of the greatest automobile companies, the T model that revolutionized the mass production, there were more than 300 companies parallelly that was started in that era and Henry Ford was not the first person. But we still say that, you know, the person who created the impact, the change, the whole thing in the automobile industry was Henry Ford. And I said, why? And then I found out something very interesting. And a journalist wrote about this. So there was this particular journalist who actually went to meet Henry Ford. And, you know, think about it. You're into mass manufacturing, production ka highest. And Henry Ford is known for the assembly line and all those theories, you know. So when he went, he saw a person sitting over there and doing nothing outside the chairman's office. Ek bar dekla, do bar dekha. Then he just asked Henry Ford once. How can you have such an unproductive guy sitting outside your cabin, outside the chairman's cabin, doing nothing? Because during those days, productivity meant doing something on the machine, right? And Henry Ford laughed at him. Said, you think that guy is unproductive? <laughs> He's the most productive guy in my company. His influence is amazing. And he asked, what do you mean? He said, you know what? Ten years ago, I met this man. He gave me an idea that changed my fortune. I hired him. I told him, sit over there. Your only job is to give me the next big idea. <laughs> so you think he's unproductive? He's doing the right thing because he's creating the future for me. But who is he? I don't know. It doesn't matter. So there are a lot of people who are undercurrents in the society. As influencers, please look at those people. They're very silent workers. They don't like to speak, but the thought speaks for itself. And as Swami Vivekananda put it, you know, a thought is such a powerful thing. You may be dead and gone, but it remains. If you look at the India-Pakistan partition that happened in 1947, do you know where it started from? Not that generation. Some thousands of years ago, there was somebody who wrote about a concept of nation. And one poet later on wrote about this particular concept of a two-nation theory. That person died. <laughs> but during the partition, whatever, you may call it power politics, you actually see the impact of your thought after thousands of years also. My dear friends, never, ever, ever, account to Chanakya, leave a thought to its basic level, develop a thought. So here it is, um, who knows? Nobody knows how Chanakya looked, right? We have images about him, some Brahmin with some Choti, that's all okay. But for me, it doesn't matter how Chanakya is. We can see him on a television serial, whatever. But for me, the thought of Chanakya is the real influence that still sustains. Uh, the last point, and for me, the most important point is, understand for influence, you need to understand power. You know, the people in power can influence, right? And uh, we always can say, you know, you may have your opinion about the people in power, but the fact is that they are powerful. And I work very closely with the government machinery. And I can tell you the impact, the influence that power can get you. Nothing, nothing can replace it. In the Mahabharata, it is told by, you know, Bhishmacharya when he's training Yudhishthira on leadership. He says, Raja Kalasya Karanam, as the king, so the era. And he says, therefore, create great leaders. And great leaders should also be given powerful positions. No captainship though. Because when you're in that particular power, you can influence, you can choose your team, you can do. So I've written quite a few books on leadership. But I want to just tell you that 
what power can do, Chanakya understood. You know, I have seen a lot of people who are frustrated. Why? Because they have the capacity, they have the quality, but they don't have the chair, isn't it? But let me tell you other ways also. Swami Chirmanji, my Gurudev used to always tell, you may get the position of power because of so many factors. Maybe because of your family influence. Your father was there, so you also became one. Maybe because of money, you bribe somebody to get the power. In government organizations, it happens, you know. commissioner, whatever. Or you may also get it because of so many other factors, because pehchan hai, wo hai. Remember, you can get the chair. But then the fact is that you may get the chair by whatever reasons. But if you're not capable, the chair will not keep you. <laughs> so the qualities that is required for a leader has to be developed even if you're not a leader. And let me tell you, friends, each one of you sitting over here are in certain power or position. Don't look at the person above you. Look at the person below you. Because you can influence at least those five people, the circle of concern and the circle of influence. You may not change the whole company. It's okay. But you can change the little department that you had. And that's also influence. It matters. And uh, as far as power is concerned, Chanakya understood that there are different types of powers. I'll not speak on that, maybe in some other session. Because power is something that Chanakya understood, like nobody else. It is in Sanskrit, you know, there are quite a few powers he talks in the Arthashastra. It's called Mantra Shakti. Then it is called Position Shakti. Then it's called, you know, it's three Shakti also, by the way. It's very important. Today we're talking about woman empowerment. But he understood the power of the woman in a very different perspectives. So I'm not going to talk about power, but it's important that power influences. And unfortunately, whoever is powerful, you have to listen to him, right? <laughs> or her. So, if you want to influence, try to understand power. And don't worry about getting power. If you're good, power will come to you. So, I'll give you two examples and try to wind up over here. I remember this um, chief minister of a particular state. It's good. And a lot of people were asking, you know, that do you want to become the prime minister? Do you want to become the prime minister? And he gave a wonderful reply. And saying that being a chief minister, I should think about how to be a good chief minister. If I start aiming to be a prime minister, neither will I be a prime minister, neither will I be a good chief minister. <laughs> so don't worry about the next post. Worry about the current post. Whatever little power you have, you can influence. Even if you have one single person who can influence, you understood Chanakya. The last example is from the academic field. So since I'm an academician, you know, a lot of colleges, all of us know, I've got good teachers. And they do the teaching very well. And one day, suddenly, they get a call, and they're made the principal of the college. So if you keep doing your work very well, administration, your documentation, your processes, one day power will come to you. And please use the power for good influence. Don't misuse the power. Thank you so much.